Hey, what's up, everybody? It's Jeff. If you're a Christian entrepreneur like me, you know how important it is to build our businesses on the foundation of God's Word. That's why I wrote my new devotional, Navigating Entrepreneurship Through the Lens of Scripture, a 30-day journey for Christian entrepreneurs. And I wanted to let you know that it's now available on Amazon. And you can also check it out at navigatingbiblicalentrepreneurship.com forward slash devotional. Welcome to the Business God's Way podcast. My name is Jeff Elder and I equip kingdom-focused entrepreneurs to build prosperous businesses for the purpose of advancing God's kingdom in the marketplace. Each week, you're going to learn actionable strategies and tips to help you build and grow your business God's way so you can truly become a kingdom-focused entrepreneur with impact. And hey, we just might have a little fun along the way. Let's dive in. All right, welcome back to the podcast, my friends. Hey, hope you're having a good week. Hope you're having a good February. It's hard to believe that January is already gone and we are well on our way through the month of February. It's amazing how time flies. Hey, I want to ask you guys a favor before we jump into this episode today. It's going to be a big help if you can head over to Apple Podcast and go ahead and leave a rating for this podcast. And I'm going to ask you to leave an honest review as well, because when this happens, you help spread the news of this podcast. It just helps to push us through Apple Podcast and it helps to get us noticed. And so I would really appreciate it if you would just take the time to to go do that. Again, just leave a rating and leave an honest review. Today, we're going to be continuing our conversation around the kingdom business formula. In episode two, we talked about the importance of having a vision for your business. We talked about utilizing your business for the plat as a platform for the gospel and how everything that your business does should be around this idea of advancing God's God's kingdom here on earth, here in the marketplace, by the way of evangelism. That should be your main focus, your main vision for your business. Today, I want to talk about impact. Impact is the second component of the business or the, the kingdom business formula. And I want to talk about this idea of impact. I want to talk about why it's important, how you can actually build a kingdom business for the purpose of impact, and kind of what that looks like. But before we dive into that, before we dive into what this looks like for business, I think there are some key elements to understanding this whole concept of impact. And before we can understand impact from a business perspective, we have to understand a little bit about ourselves. And so I'm going to spend a few minutes just going over some some Bible verses that deal with who we are as individuals, as believers, as Christians. 
And because I really believe that until we understand this, we will have trouble having impact. So the first thing I want to talk about is this whole idea that we are designed by God. And I hope you realize that. I hope you understand that you and I have been uniquely created, uniquely designed by God. Ephesians 2.10 says this, For we are God's handiwork, created in Christ Jesus to do good works which God prepared in advance for us to do. So I want to focus on the first part of this verse, for we are God's handiwork. Some translations will call it masterpiece. We are God's masterpiece. And I really love this, that the Greek word there for handiwork or a masterpiece is this whole idea. It's literally the word poem. Poem. We are God's poem. Oh, I just love that, right? We are God's poem. We have been created in Christ Jesus. We have been formed and shaped by the hand of God. Psalm 139 verse 14 says this, I praise you, I praise you for I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Wonderful are your works. My soul knows it very well. You see, we, not only are we created to be a display of God's handiwork, not only are we masterpieces, but I love that Psalm 139 verse 14 says that we have been fearfully, wonderfully made. We are not mistakes, my friends. God, when he created us, he created us fearfully and wonderfully. He put a lot of thought, a lot of love <laughs> into creating us. Let that sink in. We are God's handiwork. We are God's masterpiece. And he took time. He took diligence to, to create us, to make us. And Job 10.8 says this, Your hands fashioned and made me. Your hands fashioned and made me. So I want to get this point across. We have to understand that to, to have impact, the impact that God wants us to have, we have to believe and we have to understand that we are all unique. We have all been given unique gifts and talents. <laughs> we, are, we are original. Isn't that amazing? That God made us all uniquely. God made us to be original. There is no other Jeff. There's no other you. You are unique. You are God's masterpiece. You have been fearfully and wonderfully made. But yet, 
there is something even greater than that. You see, when God made us perfectly, when God made us as unique human beings, there was one element that was missing, though, right? You see, because all of us, even though we were created by God, uniquely designed by Him, we were still separated by God or separated from God, right? Because of the sin nature. But God in His love, in His infinite love, He even took care of that. 2 Corinthians 5.17 says, Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, he is a new creation. The old has passed away. Behold, the new has come. So not only does God fearfully and wonderfully create us and design us, and he made us, but through his son, Jesus Christ, he took that one step further, and he saved us, and he transformed our lives into new creations, creations that now love God, that follow God. Creations that have a purpose. And so you and I, there is a reason why we have been created as unique human beings. There's a reason why God saved us, why he created us into new creations, people who love and serve God. And we're going to get to that in a few minutes. But there's another element that we have to understand, too is that this work of completion isn't done yet. It is a continual change. And I love this verse in Jeremiah 18, verse 6. It says, O house of Israel, can I not do with you as the potter has done, declares the Lord? Behold, like the clay in the potter's hand, so are you in my hand, O house of Israel. Oh, I love this. God relates us to clay. He is the potter. We are the clay. And God is at work in, in molding us and shaping us. He's changing us, constantly changing us. He's constantly molding us. He's constantly getting rid of the parts of the clay that don't look like him. So he's, he's shaping this new creation. He's, he's shaping this creation that he's designed us to be, and he's shaping it more and more into the shape and into the character and into the image of Jesus. Why? Because Romans 12 verse 2 says this, Do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewal of your mind. Do not be conformed. So that's what, this, that's what the potter is doing with us. <laughs> he's shaping us. He's conforming us. Or, or he's transforming us more and more into the image of Christ. And so because of all this, because God is our creator, because he has, he has uniquely designed us and created us, and because he wants to continue 
to shape us and mold us, just like a potter continues to shape and mold the clay until it becomes the perfect thing that, that the potter wants it to become. Because he does not want us to be conformed, or he wants us to be transformed. If we want to have impact, we have to understand that we have been uniquely created in God's image, that he made us, and that, and that if, if we want him to continue to shape us and mold us and transform us, then we have to be in constant fellowship with Jesus. So the first idea of, of having impact is that we have to understand that we need to have an intimate relationship with Jesus. We have to have a day-in, day-out relationship with Jesus. We have to be in God's Word. We have to be in prayer. We need to be seeking Him and asking Him to change us and to transform us. Because if we're not being changed, if we're not being conformed into His image, if, if the potter isn't creating us to be who He wants us to be, we will never have the impact that God wants us to have. And we know that God wants us to have an impact. We know this because, again, in Ephesians 2.10, it goes on to say, um, well, let me just read the whole verse. For we are his workmanship, created in Christ Jesus, listen to this, for good works. We are his workmanship, created in Christ Jesus, for the purpose of good works, which God prepared beforehand, that we should walk in them. So Ephesians 2.10 tells us that the reason that he has created us is because we have a job to do. We have good works that we need to accomplish. And we know this because it says God prepared these good works beforehand, meaning from the foundation of the world, he has set us apart. He has, he, had, he has destined us to do good works, to have impact. See, that is what this verse means. This is why he's created us, to do good works, to advance the kingdom of God. See, at the very core of who we are, at the very core of why we were created is so that we can have an impact in this world. So we need to understand who we are in Christ. We need to understand that we have been fearfully or wonderfully made by God. We have to understand that we are in a continual process of change we are the clay in God's hands. He is the potter. He is molding us and shaping us more and more into the image of Jesus. All of this so that we can have an impact. So that we can have an impact. Now, it gets even better, you guys. This is exciting stuff. You and I, I don't know if you knew this, but you and I, we have a specific assignment from God. Listen to Jeremiah 1.5. God says, Before I formed you in the womb, I knew you. And before you were born, I consecrated you. 
which means I set you apart. I appointed you a prophet to the nations. So God is telling Jeremiah that the reason God created Jeremiah was because he appointed him to a specific assignment. For Jeremiah, his assignment was to be a prophet to the nations. That was his purpose. That was why God created him. And so God continued to shape and mold Jeremiah to be just that, the prophet to the nations. And I want to suggest that as Christian entrepreneurs, you and I have been created for a specific assignment. Have you ever thought about that? Have you ever thought about your, your entrepreneurship as an assignment from God? Have you ever considered that God appointed you an entrepreneur to the marketplace? God called Jeremiah to be a prophet to the nations. Could God be calling you as an entrepreneur to the marketplace, to do good work in the marketplace, to bring the gospel to the marketplace, to build a business with the purpose of bringing the gospel to the marketplace, to have an impact, to have a kingdom impact. Or maybe it's God called you to build a business so that the business can help fund or can help move you down the journey towards whatever impact God has called you to. For some of us, our business it's itself and the marketplace will be the impact that God wants us to have. For others, maybe, maybe it's the mission field. Or maybe it's being able to go volunteer at your favorite organization. Whatever that impact is, consider the fact that, that your business, the business that God has given you to operate, to run, consider that as the vehicle towards the impact that you want to have. Your business is the vehicle. The impact is whatever you believe God is calling you to do. Right, But I believe that as entrepreneurs, we have been assigned by God to be entrepreneurs for the sake of kingdom impact. For the sake of kingdom impact. So I want to ask these, these, these questions. I want to ask you this. What is the impact you want to make? Have you ever thought through that question? What is the impact that you want to make? What is the kingdom impact that you believe God is calling you to? You see, we need to think through that question. We need to be able to answer that question. And then once we answer that question, we need to set our mind to it. We need to devote ourselves to it. And then we need to plan for it. I talk to I talk to Christian entrepreneurs who will tell me exactly the impact that they want to have, but when I ask them what are they doing to plan for it, many of them say I don't really plan for it because because I'm too busy trying to run the business, 
or operate the business. And I get that. I mean, we do have to run and operate the business. But, but if we plan for the impact that we want to make, that plan includes our business plan. It includes building a strategy where we can actually build a kingdom impact business. We do this by, by doing business God's way. And when we do business God's way, when we build a business around what God wants, his desires, the good news is that he will provide a business that will provide you with the financial and time freedom you're going to need to have an impact. I really believe that. I really believe that you, if, if, if your heart's desire is to have kingdom impact, and you do business God's way, and you think through what that impact is that you want to have, if you set your mind to it, and if you plan for it, I believe God will begin to open doors. This is the kingdom impact that I'm seeking in my own life, and my own business. I'm praying that this is, this is what you desire as well. So I want to recap this. In order to have to have kingdom impact, we have to understand that we have been uniquely designed by God. We have unique gifts and talents that we can bring into our business. We are original. <laughs> then God takes it a step further and, and he saves us. He takes this imperfect creation and it's only imperfect because of sin. And he takes care of that for us. And he sends his son, Jesus, to die. And when we accept Christ into our lives, we become new creations. The old sinful nature has died. <laughs> and now there's a new nature. There's a Christ nature living in us. We have to understand that 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 as, as precious as this gift is of, of a new life, of a new creation, we have to understand that we are in a continual state of change. We are the clay in the potter's hand. And if we want to continue to allow God to shape us and to mold us into the person he wants us to be so that we can have the impact he wants us to have, we need to be in a in a um, walking close relationship with Jesus. We need to be praying. We need to be reading our Bibles. We need to be listening to what he's saying to us. We have to understand that we have a job to do. He created us for a purpose. We have a job to do, to do good works. To have impact, we have to understand that you and I have been given a specific assignment and I believe that entrepreneurs, our assignment is just that, to be kingdom-minded, kingdom-focused entrepreneurs, making an impact, whether it's in the marketplace or anywhere else you feel God is calling you to have an impact. We need to think of, about what that impact is. Once we figure that out, we need to set our mind to it. Uh, then we need to plan for it. My friends, that is what I believe we need to embrace if we truly want to set up our business for a kingdom 
impact. Now, I would love to, to, to further this discussion, this conversation. I, I like your feedback on this. What, what do you feel about what I shared in this episode? What, what other things do you believe we can do as, as Christian entrepreneurs to have impact, to have kingdom impact? I would love your feedback. So uh, hit me up on, on Instagram. You can reach me on Instagram at jelderA. And just let me know what you think about this episode. Let me know what your impact is that you want to have. Let me know. Have you thought about it? Are you able to answer this question, what impact do I want to have? My prayer for me, my prayer for you is, is that as we catch God's vision for our business, the vision of evangelism, that that leads right into this whole idea of impact. Because at the end of the day, the goal of impact is the gospel. And you and I have a unique opportunity to use our business to have that impact. So that's what, that's what I wanted to share with you guys in this episode. Um, I, I pray that God would take my imperfect words, my imperfect thoughts, and, and would transform them in a way that, that he would plant my words into, into your hearts, and he would, he would transform those words, my words, into his words, and that this would speak up to your hearts today. So that is it for this episode. Now, coming up next week, we're going to get into the third area of the, the kingdom business formula, which is strategy. So I'm going to talk about some core business strategies that we need to understand if we want to grow our business. So this will be this will be more along the lines of uh, of just business tactics, business techniques, strategies that I have used that I have used with my clients to help them grow uh, their business. So I'm excited about that episode coming up next week. And again, I just want to remind you, um, if you would just please take a minute, go over to Apple Podcasts and just leave leave a review, rate this, this episode, or, or rate the podcast, because that's going to help greatly spread the news about this podcast. Guys, that's all I have for today. I, I really appreciate you listening. God bless you guys. And as always, go out and do business God's way. And that does it for today's show. Thank you so much, as always, for tuning in. Hey, if you haven't done so already, I want to invite you to leave a review for this podcast because that's how we get the news out and this podcast into the hands of other kingdompreneurs just like yourself. If you have any questions or feedback on any of these episodes, I'd love to connect with you over on Instagram. You can find me there at Jeff Elder BGW. Until next time, continue to do business God's way. Thank you.